folks, hello and welcome along once again to the Left Wing Back Live and we are in association with fitnessformulas.e this evening so thanks very much to them for getting in touch with us and showing us a little bit of support. Um, you can contact them uh, on their Instagram page. Uh, they also have a new website launched, uh, fitnessformulas.ie, an online coaching uh, platform who offer tailored training programs to suit your goals for any level, ranging from beginners to elite athletes. They give structured programs delivered to your phone each week, so you have workouts to follow in the gym and cuts out all the guesswork. And uh, thanks again to Shane Clark for getting in touch with us there and the best luck to them with the, the new venture. As you said, the website is uh, fitnessformulas.ie. Right, we have a ton of stuff to uh, go through. Just a reminder, as always, that you can get in touch with us. Um, send in your comments. We are live on Facebook and YouTube. I think we're live on Twitter. We'll check it out in a moment's time. And if not, we'll pop the link over onto that from YouTube. But uh, if you comment underneath the post, uh, we should be able to bring those up on the screen. We have had a few technical glitches over the last few weeks with some of those comments, and it's only afterwards we get to see them. But don't be afraid to send them in. Um, lots of uh, topics of discussion over the last week or two. And... Um, even more so in the last few hours because it's been a new relegation format to talk about as well. So don't be afraid to get in touch with us, as we said. Uh, joined as always by uh, Mr. Christy Bulger. How are we going, Christy? Screen is black there. That's not too promising. Maybe it'll appear in a second. Uh, Tommy Wogan is there. We can hear Christy. We can't see him. Can we see? No, Steve I, can, I, I can see myself. Hold on now. We can hear you anyway. Let's, let's try this again. All right. Uh, I don't know, Stevie, Tommy, can you see Christy there? Yeah, I can see him, all right. Oh, that's fine. Right, we'll roll. I can't. I can't see him. I can't know. Ah, there oh, he's there. Now he's after repairing. So uh, we have a full fleet. I, I said there could be technical glitches. Uh, we have had a few over uh, the last number of weeks. Uh, but, gentlemen, how are you all keeping? Oh, good. All right. Good stuff. And I'm a little bit healthier than what was this time last week, too, and we are rare to go. So um, none of us will have to do too much talking tonight because we have... A wagon load of clips. I want to say thanks to John Nolan uh, for uh, giving us access to those. Um, we have highlights of the Junior Football Championship Final, and we have highlights of the Intermediate Football Championship Final. Um, we we'll go through goals and different moments in the game that we want to highlight in both games, I should say. And we haven't a whole lot from the senior games. We have highlight reel of fantastic goalkeeping from the Palatine Wallace Rangers game. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't have video of the uh, Binding Sound and Island game. Uh, Stevie, I believe you said on Twitter that you saw the greatest score ever in that watch Cullen Park from uh, Jamie Clark. So maybe just give us a word on that uh, before we uh, delve into the action. Yeah, and we, maybe if we want a bit of exaggeration, but there was, I think, six or seven minutes. Yeah, there was six or seven minutes left, or we're probably four or five, five points up at the time. And typical Jamie burst in with the ball and was into a cluster, ended up, there was about six lads in a he was at the, the, the rook of the, the the scrum. Somehow got up with the ball. I, I don't know where he lost it on the ground, got back up again, turned around in about two or three seconds uh, and, and over the bar, over his shoulder. And it was just, yeah. it was kind of, it was worth, that's <laughs> giving up to 15 euros there to be getting in for two games. A uh, uh, piece of skill like that now was worth it in the law now. If, if you're, uh, like you'd, it was just a score. I never forget you seen it. And then, uh, as I said, it's a pity. There's not. There's not a clip of it. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's lost for for all time. But um, uh, it was a cracking score. Like, and and it, you know, Jamie, the way he plays, like it's a hundred mile an hour, and there was no getting the ball off him, and he opened a shot and over the bar. Like it was just uh, it was savage. He made great space for 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 the tight uh, space he was in and, and the amount of players that were 
Yeah. I don't know how he got that shot off. Mm, no right sure. to Pierce Lowe, uh, no. center of gravity. Do you know, he's, he's very much like that. But if anyone does have a clip of that, lad, send it over. Uh, pop it to us in a message there. We'll, we'll share it on social media. We'd like to see that. Uh, imagine mm. all the work we're after doing here to try to get these clips together. And the best score we've ever seen now is Colin Park. We don't have it. <laughs> but look, we've, uh, we've a good bit more to go through. Um, we'll go into the uh, senior games in, in a little while, lads. And we'll talk about the senior format because we do have a new relegation format, all of a slap. And it is a major talking point. Um, we've had a few comments that have been sent into us as well regarding that. We'd like to, uh, you know, people that have, um, I suppose, got in touch with us would like to get your thoughts. Um, so we will uh, do that. And as we said, if anyone else wants to get in touch, send us a message. Uh, just comment and read the post on uh, Facebook, YouTube. And as I said, we should be on Twitter as well. So we'll start with the with the junior final, lads. Um, Grange 213, Tinryland 2 points. And Stevie, it was uh, a first for the left wing back. We had live and exclusive commentary as well. Very impromptu, I must say. But um, I don't think we were expecting uh, a game as one-sided as that. Like I know... <laughs> Um, I don't feel too bad actually about tipping my now because Tommy picked 10 Ireland and <laughs> he scored two points. So, <laughs> first blow, first blow in, Tom. Um, later on, I'm sure. But I don't think anyone could have seen it in fairness. 213 for two points. It was just um, sublime, I suppose, from Grange and 10 Ireland just didn't show up. Um, but Grange were 100% on it. And, and Stevie, I suppose, we, we knew that that was in Grange. We all knew that was in Grange, lads. Do you know what I mean? But they produced it on the day when it mattered the most, didn't it, Stevie? Yeah, and I'd say the Lachlan game the week before brought him on. I suppose like a racehorse brought him on. You know, they had been cruising the games up to that, the two games, and they got a walk over. Um, I'd say that that Lachlan game, they looked at the scoreboard into that, look, because was only two points in this, lads. Um, you know, the, the the goal for three minutes with John Murphy, I think that had eight shots maybe before they kicked the wide, and yeah. the other end then. Tin Ryland couldn't buy a score, like you know, free taking. There was no, there was never a gimme of a free in front of the goal to get the scoreboard taken over, and there were frees out the fucking corner flag, or you know, there was just nothing to get him going at all. And you know, just John Murphy, county player, you know, we're looking at him for the last 10 15 years. And I said it at the time, you'll get the county final, especially a rural club, they need their county men doing the work of probably three men. And the rest of them pulling in a shift as well. And by got like what he got two eight. You know, he mm. he could say he's one man band, but like he, he got two eight. He yeah. actually scored two nine. He actually scored two, two nine. nine was two nine. nine. Yeah, like that's well, no, you're, you're right with two eight, but there was a point he he, he, he scored was disallowed. But I was in line with it, and it was 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 between the posts. I don't know how the, the, the flag it wide. It was it was a point. Right, the record was shooting like you know. Like that's that's phenomenal scoring any any grade of football oh. and uh, so no we're looking at him taking for granted, but like he he broke tackles like the Shane O'Neill one the first goal he kind of I don't know whether Shane was kind of blocked off it wasn't a free but the whole place opened up like and he went straight down second goal Parry Townsend in fairness to him done his best but like he was giving away a amount of size and and and, and just John flicked him away uh, carried it in gave it one two with Alan Fleming. Ball in the back of net, and that was the end of that. It was it was probably over at that stage. Anyway, John's motto is the shortest route to goal is a straight line. And on both yeah, it's lovely to see that. Yeah, just, it's just, Great it's just to see straight that. on. You know what I mean? Yeah, they didn't, uh, they especially didn't move up. No, and he's free taking. Like he was kicking frees. Oh. Right, you might say there's two or three of them handy in the first half. They were thirty meters out, still to be kicked out of the bar. They were out of the black spot every yeah. time, like, and and that was. Yeah. 
setting the tone for Tin Ryland, you know, and, and I suppose Tin Ryland for a second team too, they've had a tough, tough run to the final, uh, you know, the through with Lock in the last day, the Lock game was 45 minutes of that, and it was tough enough to beat, um, who would have the semi final? Ballon? Mm, 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, you know, probably, you know, the, with a second team, they were probably looking, you know, they needed they needed a good start to go for three minutes, not not John Murphy for Grange to be scored. And uh was very impressed with Grange. We did, did look at the program after the Grange team like there's a, a border on, on experience or they're very they're a very a bit like Kilbride, I suppose. They have you nearly know who to have. Uh, they're a regular standard fifteen, nearly over eighteen any day. Uh like John Murphy, where he was 33 or 4, but there's a lot of lads there have a lot of football played, but there's still a bit more than I'd say looking at him last, last Saturday. There is look at Kieran Pender, Kieran Pender in at full forward. I mean, like, you know, they, they absolutely love him out, there, out in Grange. Like, you know, when he got the, got the point, like, the, the stand was roaring, like, you know. But yeah. isn't it great, though? Like, Kieran Pender, Alan Fleming was very unlucky not to get a goal. They hit the mm-hmm. butt of the post and came back out, like, you know. I'll tell you what, Tom, oh, I'll jump across you. I'll, I'll play the highlights here and uh, uh, with the commentary, and then we, we'll do some analysis of it, all right? So let's just uh, yeah. roll this on here, as Blake Airborne would say. Gives it off to John Murphy. John Murphy's going in. It's very hard to take John Murphy down. Going again himself. Straight at the back of the net for John Murphy. Goal for Grange in the first three minutes. He's given the big long pass. Fleming has it. Will it? And it is not a goal. Looked like it was in, but bounced back out. Tin Ryland are very well now to screw the ball back out. They're looking to go forward. Looking, looks like it could have been a free given, but he ref says play on. Has given the ball to Fleming, and John is looking for the goal, and it is in the back of the net again by John Murphy. Two goals from John Murphy already today. Uh, he's playing outstanding. Yeah, and again, look, it's uh, you know not unlike. Yeah, so there you have it. That's just a little flavour of the action, lads. But there's a couple of little things I'd like to highlight in that. Now, just with the Alan Fleming goal chance, that was a, an unbelievable move that, um, just in the highlight package, it didn't show where the move actually kind of started from, right? But they worked that the whole way up the field. And the ball ended up on the, the terrace side out on the left. And it was kind of one of those backdoor passes where, remember Gannon gave one Tommy to Danny Moore and again Wexford a few years ago for the county? And he very, right, yeah. very, I thought it was yeah. a similar move to that because the pass in by, uh, I think it was Paddy Hickey, uh, literally took out three or four defenders, as you can kind of see. And yeah. he was very unlucky not to put that away. But that was just one example of unbelievable movement uh, by the forwards. But great play as well by Grange in attack. Like I thought even, you know, mixing it up uh, through the hands and uh, delivering a quick ball in. Um, I suppose if we're to look at it, it's a pity we don't have the wide angle view, but I felt there was an awful lot of space in front of, both full forward lines on commentary. Um, now, Tin Ryland at times couldn't get on the ball, first of all. But when they did, couldn't get the head up to see the space inside. And I thought that was a big detriment to theirs. But Grange identified that there was space in there and hit it in early. And they made hay. Um, I just thought they were superb. But look, we'll, we'll, we'll pull up the, the highlights and we'll have you lads go through it. If we can just grab it on the other side here. Um, all right, so here we go. So, obviously, this is John's goal. And, like... We kind of touched on it early, lads. I mean, this is this is really a tone setter, right? So he breaks the 45, and yes, there is space there. And that's kind of backing up what I was kind of saying to you. Is, but he, he goes for the juggler. He says, I'm going to hit these early on. And Tommy, you said it. He goes straight down the pipe, 
And look, he has a quick look yeah. where the goalie is. Niall Barrett moves slightly yeah. to his right, and then Murphy tucks it down. Look at it now slowly. See, see Barrett just shifting, and Murphy got the head up? Yeah. And tucks it away. Like, that's pure class. This is the chance I was talking about. That was the pass that took out three or four defenders, and a shame, you know, that he didn't get to finish it off. Um, did everything right, in fairness. You know, went around and hit the post and just came back out, whatever. And the next chance here. So, just previously, like... And this is another thing, Stevie, we picked up on. Like, Porrick Townsend spent an awful lot of time in defence. And he's a guy you don't want in the half-back line. You want him up around... You know, he wears 13, was playing corner forward, or supposed to play corner forward the other day. We know him as a kind of a playmaker. But he was spending most of the game in his half-back line. But John Murphy ships the tackle here, or shakes off the tackle. And he senses again that there's a goal coming here. And at this moment, lads, Tin Ireland have actually... You know, they've got a couple of points under their belt. They didn't score till the 37th minute, and they got two points in the space of a minute. And they were starting to just, I won't say get a full hole, but they were getting possession. And then John senses a goal-scoring opportunity again. And for me, like, this was obviously, the game was near enough over as it was. That just put the nail in the coffin. There was no coming back from that. Game over, see you later, and Grange are the champions. Um, I don't know what you thought, lads, but I was just mesmerised by Grange. If you look at both of them clips for, for the goal, is, is what I've been talking about, you know, in a lot of games, you see guys picking up a ball like that and they're gone to the side. They're going moving over to the side. They're moving side to side. He just went, he went at it. He took the guy on. You know, you take a guy on with a bit of pace, he can break that tackle. It creates havoc, you know. And on both occasions, that's what he done. He took the guy on. Now, he's physically big, strong chap and he's well able to take a hit if it comes from. But he rode the tackles very, very well and, and then ended up finishing it off. Yeah, super stuff. Christy, what do you think of that one? Uh, I, I, I wasn't in at the game, unfortunately. It was the only one I missed this weekend. Um, but yeah, like looking at the clips, it's it's gas. We're talking about coaching things and that last week. Like that'd be something that like some teams are passing that or whatever. But if teams work in unison and the go and they make defenders buy, you lads, it'll just it will open up. There will be space for other people, and I just like it's great to see like. John knew there was space and he went for it. And the give and go as well is just exceptional because three lads come out to get the ball, but it's just popped in behind. And John knows what to do when he gets in that situation as well. It's brilliant calls. Yeah, super stuff indeed. Now, after the game, we did have a chat with uh, John Murphy and uh, Paddy Hickey. Uh, I think you're going to stay on the screen for this, lads. Uh, and your microphones will be on, so don't get me sued is all I'm saying. We're still here in the corner. All right, there we go. Nice said running to it. Ah, yeah, yeah, uh, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, delighted to get the win, you know. Um, I suppose when we did get really ahead, we, we were disappointed, very disappointed. We felt we weren't at that standard. And last year, um, Tullabies on penalties here. And uh, then this year then was all about getting getting back up and getting the runner results. Um, I suppose we started off two games again, O'Loughlin and Airog, and they were, they were weaker. Um, but I thought we moved, I know we put up big scores. Um, but we were playing well and then I suppose Lachlan Bridge nearly caught us and that was kind of our learning curve then and uh, trained well during the week and the Lachlan Bridge game kind of focused the mind and got off to a good start then today and kind of rolled in then after that When you went for the juggler from the get-go in fairness three minutes in you saw a little gap and you went for it you got the goal and sure that was the catalyst that got things going I suppose and Tyrone just weren't at the races today but ye hammered and hammered and at the same time in the second half there when you won that ball Point Hounds I think it was dragging out you sensed there was a goal on and I think that just killed it off altogether so there was a ruthless side to Grange today Ah there was yeah no the key was for us to start well um, 
and the goal kind of was crucial to that, so we knew that if we had a chance we were going to go for it. And uh, yeah, it opened up for me, and uh, thanks for the God, by the way. But uh, yeah, it was all about a good start then and kind of keeping it going. And like, Ken Ryan got had the ball for the first few minutes and dropped on into the goalie's hands, and I think we went down the field and got the goal off. And you know, it's, it is small little things kind of makes it happen, and thankfully it was on our side today. Bad, like last year you were so close and that, that game against Hull obviously was a, a big thing this year for you and, and three years ago you were nearly going senior. You're going to go up intermediate now and based on that today you're going to have a right quote at. Uh, yeah, well, she will see, you know, uh, age profile your team wouldn't be great. I think I'm the second youngest and uh, the starting, or starting six forwards, I'm the second youngest. So it's not a great age profile right here. And, um, but yeah, she will see, uh, keep trucking on anyway for another while. And apart from enjoying the next few days, a nice little crack at Leinster will be anticipated. I think you had the least champions. Is at least champions, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think that's for another couple of weeks anyway, so we'll, uh, we'll put the feet up now just so you can see how it goes. Last word, just uh, the speech there was fairly memorable. Ah, yeah, no, Hickey in fairness, though, no, be, uh, no, wouldn't be shy, so uh, ah, he was good now, yeah, fair play to him. Well, John, your soldier long and hard and delighted for you. Enjoy the next few days, and thanks for speaking to us, all right? No problem, thank you, Kevin, thanks very much. Yeah, an unbelievable servant. Uh, really, really happy for John, like, do you know what mm. I mean? Really happy for him. And uh, Paddy Hickey now, we'll hear from him as well, the captain. Harding Hickey, congratulations. Grange captain, memorable speech. And uh, yeah, you enjoyed that one. Yeah, no, it was good now. Well, in fairness, I thought after the semi-final it kind of gave us a good kick kick where we wanted it uh, before, the, before the final, in fairness. But um, we, we were expecting a really tough game today with Tenerife, but I think at the start of the game it really fell our way, you know. Um, they probably missed a few easy scores from that would have kept him within touch. And I don't know, maybe after 15 minutes and then getting to half-time, Probably we were just too far ahead and their heads kind of dropped. But look, listen, Tenryland have got to the last two Junior A finals, so it's a credit to them. Like, and I'm sure they'll be back there again next year. The one thing we were saying there, we said to John Murphy, and we said it on the commentary, was he went for the juggler each time, like only three minutes in. That was a lovely move, and John finished it off. And again, in the second half, Tenryland were showing signs of maybe, like, I don't think they're going to test you at that point, but they were showing signs of getting back into it slightly. Yeah. Kicked a couple of points, right? And then John sensed there was a goal on again, and it was a lovely move, and that literally killed him off. Like So that ruthless streak of thought was there. Yeah, and in fairness, I thought that's what we were missing in the semi-final, maybe, that we didn't take the couple of goal chances that we that, that were on offer, you know? Like, we hit the crossbar, we maybe missed a few one-on-ones, and that's what we said today coming out. We said, if we get a chance today, bury the goal. And in fairness, in the first half, I thought Alan could have had another goal, and but we were probably comfortable enough at that stage anyway. But no, I thought definitely uh, I'd agree with you there. The rootless streak, rootless streak was definitely there again. Yeah, that was actually a good move as well for Fleming's chance. It was, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought we put together some very good moves today. Now, in fairness, I think everyone who was out there, we were all just the preparation this week seemed to be really good. We had a really good training session Wednesday. Lads were hitting each other, and there was a few lads uh, had a few words together. But that's what you want before a championship final, you know. And it's funny, before the start of the championship, we said, this Padroni fella, he's a soccer man. Jesse, he's a GM after today, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, and a few lads, he, he, I used to play for him with Powerful there back a few years ago, too, and he was all soccer, soccer, soccer. He never he never wanted to talk about GA, but in fairness, we've, we've switched to we've switched allegiance to him now, in fairness, this year. <laughs> last two years. In fairness to him last year as well, he had great, he was there all year, and he's had great interest, and he, he's there every, and especially, actually, I bring back to when we played O'Loughlin in the first round, it was a torrential downpour, and he was out putting out cones. Well, no one, all of us were shivering in the in under the the stand, waiting to go out. And in fairness to him, his, his heart is in it, and it's been in it for the last two years. I'll up. One thing I'd always say about Grands is there's character, but there's characters as well. And I'd say, I tell you one thing: you would want to be leaking a whole lot on social media the next few days because there's some buckos in there, and you're going to have some party. 
tell you, uh, there's been a, a talk about that now. There's a Snapchat ban tonight, and there'll be there'll be no video evidence of anything that goes on in Walsh's Cross today. <laughs> Oh man, well listen, enjoy it. I'm delighted to see you back up. You're going to have a right quad as well and a right quad Lenser. The least champions, I think, in a few weeks' time. So, yeah, that'll, that'll be tasty. But we won't be thinking about that for the next few days. So enjoy those, all right? And thanks for speaking to us. All right, Paddy? Kevin, thanks, thanks very much. There you go, Paddy Hickey. Another, another character. Uh, played against Paddy the whole mm. long as well. I think he's a year younger than me and very good left foot, like, in order. So that, that was, that's the story of that, lads. Um, any, any last thoughts before we move on to the intermediate final? You happy enough? Are they still alive? <laughs> I think they're still out there today anyway and uh, who knows maybe they're tuning into his live somewhere out the uh, Killary direction but uh, yeah Jenny Mac uh, incredible and they'll have a right coat well, lenser I think they'll have a right coat well done to them anyway yeah great, great achievement yeah yeah fantastic stuff um, so let's move on to the intermediate final uh, Aerog 311 Navon 7 points um, yeah Jenny, Nave was a great prediction for this. No, no. <laughs> Wait, or giving you a stick, Tommy, about predicting Tin Ireland, but uh, look, to me, um, I don't think Navon really troubled Aerog in this game, which was disappointing on, on county final day. Um like with twenty two or three minutes gone, I think it was three points to one. And then when it was four points to one, Philip Smithers got black carded. And I felt in that five, six, seven minutes before half time, that's where Aerog really pushed on like I think they were dominant up before that but they weren't really putting on the scoreboard because what was there maybe 20 minutes gone before Nave one even got a point but um when Phyllis Smithers went um Mortaware and Shane Boogie in my opinion lord of the skies and Nave one just couldn't get the hands on the ball really and uh yeah from, from there on even when Smithers came back on the second half Aero just controlled the game and um as we'll see from some of the post-match interviews like I, I probably put a bit of doubts over the Chaps last week, right? Because a first adult championship final. And it was the Chaps that led the way in the end, in my opinion. And um, I was so impressed with them. Really, really impressed with them. I thought Boogie in the middle of the field, absolutely powerful. And we have a couple of clips that he's involved in in a few minutes' time. Uh, McCarran's free-taking uh, technique and how he executed everything there the other day was, was brilliant. Crotty's finishing. Um, Nolan down at the back. Um, like you know, these are kind of the, the chaps we're talking about, and then like Dean Hayden's been around a little bit longer, but he was so good at centre back as well. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I couldn't speak highly enough for them again. Um, so Chris, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I kind of said it last week that look out for the chaps because they're the ones that have the they know there's a, a big prize at the end of it waiting for them as well. And that's a call up to go battling with senior lads as well. And like like you said, Shane Boogie's immense lads. He's thick tough. He let down a let down a few markers there, uh, on and off the ball. Um he just didn't give anybody an inch. Anybody that came near him, he was he manned up big time. But then you put that thick toughness aside, he's matched it with skill. He has vision. He's just a great reader of the game. And that's kind of it's not too common these days. Um, Mark Bean, Adam Nolan, backline, top class. Uh, really good football. Zevin Kelly's loads of speed. Ben Crot, you said in the forwards. McCarran, really good. Uh, has a little baby draw with them, with his, with his free taking. But then, like, I thought, like, it was great as well having Derek in the full forward line where the boys kind of, and even Derek, tricking as well kind of kept eyes on him and eyes were taken off Ben Crotty kind of do you know where mm -hmm. lads were looking inside at Derek rather than looking at the 
the little lad in here that's can take on anything. Um, Dean Hayden, very unassuming, but by God, has he had a, a, some few weeks, boy. He's great, great at holding six. And then, as you said, like, I just thought Marta was was immense. Like, it just, you don't see the long kickouts going into midfield too mm. often in matches now. Where the other day, it was long, 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 and Marta won 90% of it. Uh, no, I thought it was good. I thought it was actually a good, like, from an arrow point of view, they moved the ball well, they played kind of, calmly the new went to inject the pace and then they were well able to manage the game as well like there was never any panic buttons pressed or anything like that's so all a, a big performance um and i said to you kev there yesterday a lot of them lads were not coming up so this mm-hmm. means something to them now in a big way so it'd be interesting to see what's around the corner for them yep tommy mm. you want to join your tokens worth or they play the highlights first yeah play the highlights if you want to right okay well our mics are off for this one Back in again, the man we hit now is James Rowland. They're all trying to buy time. The man we did left half back. Hey, uh, Evan, Evan Kelly. Yeah. The brothers, uh, their brothers, yeah. yeah their brothers. Some ball he from Young Boogie. Ball and they come in, the low one on here, and it is off. Ben Crotty. Ben Crotty. <laughs> Who sent it in there, Andy? Uh, the man that Derek, said to him just happened to Derek catch Hayden, him. Derek Hayden, I think. Derek Hayden, it, 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 it would take him, but he just happened to catch him running loose for that split oh, second. Unstoppable. Uh, the co- keeper had no chance. The keeper had no 29 minutes gone there. One six for the The full field is being played anyway. That's oh, full, one. yeah. They're all on the attack again. There could be danger here for the Navon men. There has to be his duck. The man with Ben Ben Crotty. Ben Crotty with his second goal. Ben Crotty with his second goal. That came from nothing there. Uh, but look, there a few minutes ago that could have been in Avon, a goal for Navon. Tommy, it's almost uh, impossible. Yeah, like they, they, when they come in, your body reacts and you loosen the grip on the ball. Yeah. yeah. And that's the icing on the cake for the era of men as. Adam McCann scored the goal there, and he has scored one six, and that has just uh, on that. Uh, yeah, uh, Shane Boogie, who put in the, the first ball there, and uh, Tommy or Andy said, uh, Derry Kane, uh, the boys are around the same edge, aren't they? I'm <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, only joking. Um, I'm on about, about Derry and, and Shane now, sarcastically, just in case anyone thinks I'm on about Tommy and Andy. Uh, I have great time for Tommy <laughs> and Andy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was a super ball in in fairness. Um, so I I want to actually kind of highlight that if if that's okay. So I'll bring it back up here again. Um, like there's a couple of things going on here which we we should highlight. Like the pass is absolutely extraordinary, uh, but the movement from Ben Crotty as well. You barely catch it now in the top left hand corner. I'll pause it slightly. See him here. I'll hover the mouse over. It. I don't know if you can see the mouse or not, but just top left. This is where he is. Yeah. Right, Bogey just stops for a moment. And then Crotty sees the gap in behind, but that's precision passing as well. And uh, what a finish! Yeah, do you know what's with the finish? Going yeah, with the finish. A very, very little backlift on his. He just made sure he was getting contact. He didn't. He didn't pull back his foot up to his arse to kick it. He just put his foot. You know, he, he placed it. Yeah. yeah, but he's playing with his head up, lads. He's playing with his head up and his, mm-hmm. his vision. His vision is, 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 is something else, like, you know. And this but is Tommy, what we've talked about in the previous. 
Sorry. You were talking about this in the previous clips, like, you know, about, you know, when a guy gets a ball, he automatically looking to go to the side or pass it sideways or like that. Young Boogie had his head up. When he got onto the ball, he was playing with his head up. He, he had the vision to see see a Crotty moving inside and placed a perfect ball into his running path. He just went one hop and it was into his into his uh, hands and he just finished it superbly. And I'm very impressed with, with Crotty in the last couple of games. He, He's uh, he remind me of Muckle Keaton, like you know, when he gets an opportunity, he'll finish it, you know. Tommy, just with that clip, what, what I see is two young two lads that know each other inside out, and mm. like Boogie knew if he was going to land that pass, that Ben had committed to the run, that's why Boogie was able to give the pass because he trusted that Ben was moving into that space. And that's yeah. where they had to land it. Like, I, Jesus, it was brilliant. That it was outstanding. That's, that's, something, that's something comes from the field as well. As like, we, we, again, we spoke about. Like, you know, how many times have we over over the last couple of weeks we've seen forwards uh, making runs inside, but not getting the ball. You know, I mean, outside. You know, you, if you get your head up, you know, always have your head up and scan the inside. And if if, if the if the, if the Player is making a move for you. Give him the ball. Put it into him. Right. If I, you lose it in there, you're still you're still have your shape. You know. Um, I want to. I, I just, just um, Tommy. I want to get your thoughts on this and Christy as well. Like having you know you're you're doing a good bit of coaching. The position of the Arrow forwards here as well, right? So a lot of them are are obviously playing a good bit away from goal. Is this a deliberate ploy to check back in on the run? Like, is this something that would they would have worked on, right? So if you look at here, look at all that space. Like, generally, you'll have someone literally sitting in here in front of the goalkeeper, but everyone is outside the D at this point, which makes that yeah. space inside. I will, will no, roll here again. Look at see where Derek is. Yeah. Right? Look, look where Derek is. I'll just bring it back here, and hopefully it moves in, in the correct motion. But this seems to me like a very good dummy run by Derek Hayden on the right-hand side. See, he's making that space. He's supposed to be full forward. And now it's open. See? Yes. But, Kevin, the thing is, you know, I, I often spoke to, to guys playing in the forwards. They can open up the front of the, front of the goal for yourself. Don't, don't, don't be positioning yourself in, in front of the goalkeeper where you're making a straight line run out to collect the ball, which you have to turn and come back. Whereas what young Crotty done or Derek done was he emptied out the full forward, full forward or the full back with him. He let, he let Crotty over in the far corner. So when the ball came in, Crotty was picking the ball up, heading towards the goal. He didn't have to twist or turn. He, he, he got into his running path and he just finished it off. And that's, that's a sign of a very good forward. Like, you know, that, that can, that can leave that space open for himself that once the ball has popped in there, he, he's not twisting and turning and having the lad swinging over, uh, over his back. He's in the running path straight away and he's into the goal. You know what? That's something that has to be coached in the field. Like, you know what I mean? Many times we see guys coming out from the goal and they come out and stay coming out and they're out of the score zone when they collect the ball. He's in the score zone. He only had to take one touch of that ball and it was in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just perfect. You know, that's textbook stuff. So the, the mad thing about him as well is that like, he would have spent a lot of time as a defender and a midfielder. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's been forward kind of way up along. He's, he's versatile, this chap, like, in fairness. And he's made it look like he's, he's only played a forward. You know, that's the mad thing. Yeah, but that's the, modern, that's the modern game now. Like, I mean, you, you, have to be, you have to be able to adopt your game. You have to be able to change your game. Like, you know, I go back to, to Benny Cavanagh. I remember we had Benny Cavanagh in the early days. Benny was, was, uh, was a forward. He was a forward, like you know, and uh, 
I remember him coming to me and Toro one time, like, you know, he was struggling to, to, to get into the team. And we just said to about, about, about playing in the backs. Playing the backs for a while and see, see how, you, how you get on there, like, you know. So it's about adapting, being able to adapt your, 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 and switch your game. You know, don't, don't closet yourself off and money a corner back or I can only play a corner forward. No, play every position. You know, and, and fair play to young Crotty. He's a yeah. great finisher. Yeah. Equally with this buggy chap, like, you know, I would say a centre back by trade, yeah. Um, I would yeah. say a natural centre back by trade. Uh, but, you know, has deputised in the absence of Kyle Bourne. And this, this point is just so good. Look at this. Little dummy, little shimmy, regains control and off the left end, pops it. Yeah, but isn't it, isn't it lovely though, Kevin? This is, again, this is what, isn't it nice to see a, a young lad like that a lot, being allowed to express himself, to show his ability, to show his skill, you know? And I would encourage that. That's what I would love to see in guys. That not, being, not be afraid to have a go. Or if you make a mistake, so what? Next ball. Get to the next ball. And that's... that's that's what I want to say. That's what I like to see in, in, in players. Not being afraid to express yourself, to have a go. And I spoke about this uh, in the previous clips, about if you're picking up a guy, you need to know what's in him. And the only way you need, you know what's in him is by taking him on. But if you don't take a guy on, you're never going to know what's in him. So in fairness to, to, uh, to Bogey, in fairness to Cry, in fairness to McCarran and all these guys, they're not afraid to take you on. Yeah, I so, agree. Yeah, and um, yeah, just another asset to McCarran's game. Like McCarran scored a one-one from play, uh, but he's free taken. I want to just highlight this, um, just the technique. Like, and and again, how calm the chap is. You know, he he was flawless the whole day. And this is not really suitable for a left foot free taker as such. Like, you know, just nice and easy strokes over the bar. Um, and I know you lads have been talking about the, these chaps for the last number of weeks, and you see them because they're from their club. But for me, that was my first time seeing a lot of them in. The adult ranks would have saw them underage yeah. and stuff, but I can't believe the maturity in their play and um, fair play to them, you know. So, um, we'll get some post match audio, lads. Uh, again, your microphones will be on for these, it's just the way we're sharing. There's different ways of sharing on this yoke. Uh, we'll hear from Mortal Ware here first. Uh, I'll start, I'll start off with two things. Number one, there was some gobshite in the podcast that uh, predicted Michael. And number two, it was me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have been there any, of course. But listen, uh, all joking aside, well done. A great win. A super performance, lad. That, that's coming from us all year, Kevin. We, we really didn't show what we were about in the group games. We won the league here, and after that, we kind of made it hard for ourselves. We lost our first two games, only by a point and two points. We got it together against Clamore. Struggled over Tullow, but got there. And from last week on, second half, we really kicked on. So... It's a great group of lads, great young lads. The future is looking very good for Airlock. Yeah, and even on the pod during the week, we were talking about maybe how big this was for the young lads. And they nearly led the line in, in the end when you look at it. Like. We're looking at them all year. We're, we're getting the ball, we're giving it to them, and they're, they're doing the rest. You see the goals that went in there at the end. The boys carrying ball up the field. They've been immense all year, and they'll all go on to senior, most of them at least, and fucking carry on from there. Well, OENF, I'm on the podcast. We're, we're, we're liberal enough. But in general, it's mad how the championship worked. You were a kick of all the way from maybe relegation. And now you're, you're intermediate champions, just like that. When it's left, we were, we were junior A next year. And Clamore were top in the group. And very hard on them to go down like that, considering they were a very good team. The group we're in was very strong. And look, ourselves might end up in the final. One of us had to win it. And thank God it was us. 
Well, listen, life, you on a personal level, you were on a fair journey yourself. You were away for a while, you were, you were back and then I'm back again. And uh, but, uh, what, What's the story? How long are you back? And what's the story? And, and are you staying back? Staying back, staying back. Back since during the summer there now, a bit of senior, a bit of intermediate. Hopefully have a senior semi-final to prepare for next week. So look, it's all go, it's all go. Isn't he? Well, listen, enjoy the celebrations, Mark. Great to have a chat with you, all right? Worth aware there. Now, uh, James Root next, lads. See a very pro captain and a great speech. Yeah, no, thanks very much. Yeah, no, delighted. As I said, it was a long time coming. It was 14 years since I was part of the panel there 14 years ago, and well, he played every year since, I think, in really football game. And I finally liked that one. So, brilliant, brilliant. And uh, I'd say you would have coached a good few of those chaps that you won a championship with there tonight, would you, at different stages maybe? Uh, once or twice, yeah, over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm involved in the minors now. Um, I took them over under 14, so I'm kind of with that group for the last four or five years. But so one or, once or twice with the other lads. So, but um, no, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. And a nice little transition. You said 14 years trying to win one. It was very much soccer before that because you were in goal on a great new walk team with the likes of Nate Hogan and the boys. And I used to go out to them games with Figgy and stuff. So, look, football hasn't treated you too badly since. You've got a few medals racked up. I know you're saying this is the first one here or whatever. We're on senior panels as well, and sure, hasn't worked out too bad has it Jimmy? No, no, no especially last was senior for the last five years or four years that we're after going very well and the Leinster campaign has been fantastic and to be a part of that is a huge experience I suppose but being involved is the main thing I suppose and I get great try out of these lads because as I said being an intermediate team you'd be flying at one stage next thing you lose your one or two of your main players and then you're kind of you're in the semi-final then you're missing for a final or whatever so it is tough so delighted for the lads that have been here and we got there eventually so fantastic. As I was saying to Morta there small margins like you're kicking a ball from being relegated now you're champions. 100% yeah and the last couple of games we've been kicking the ball in as well like so we're very lucky like so and um, that's football for you and that's why we love it so much because it's so unexpected and you don't know what's going to happen next so it's been brilliant and a big lift for the seniors now no doubt yeah it will be now in fairness because they're after giving a lot of commitment in fairness to us by just having a panel of 19 pairs at the moment and so train with them Tuesday night and they only had 17 there like so now it's fantastic they can take good one from this team and they're in brilliant performance there from Shane Boogie and Crotty and McCarran and all those lads now put their hand forward now as well to go forward and hopefully give Carlo a win and then take it from there and see what happens hopefully Enjoy the victory, James, and thanks for talking to us, all right? That's the captain, James Roos. Uh, next up, uh, Mr. Ben Croy. Ben Croy, I don't know if you're old enough to remember a wrestler called Scotty Too Hotty, but I think it's Crotty Too Hotty here tonight. I think it was 2-1 or 2-2 in the end. You must be delighted. So, so I'm delighted now again, especially 2-2 here. And, uh, first ever medal for Aerog. Been what, playing with them for the last 12, 13 years. And a couple of finals, and it's the only final I've actually ever won. I'm absolutely delighted now, especially with this group of lads now. It's such a good group of lads who've been thriving through, ever, even with the start of the season, with a couple of losses. Still power back through to win this championship now today. It's an unbelievable feeling now, I must say. What were them boys in the podcast saying about them young lads on a big day? And uh, I think they reacted fairly all right. You, a couple of goals, McCarran got a goal as well. And uh, What sort of shit did we talk in that podcast at all? I don't know. I wouldn't be listening to any of that now. <laughs> don't listen to any criticism. Only the good stuff that I listen to nowadays. Uh, listen, we'll be full of the good stuff now on the night because that was a serious performance. All, all joking aside, like, and you blew them away in fairness. And sure, I'm sure you're buzzing. Oh, I'm absolutely buzzing now. Can't wait to get back to the club now and really celebrate. Can't, absolutely buzzing. Speechless nearly. Good stuff. You did your talking on the field. Congratulations, Ben, and we'll chat to you again. All right, enjoy the celebrations. Good man, Crotty do hotty. And last but not least, Mr. Simon Ray. Slash mentor with this Airhawk Intermediate team and champions. Um, maybe unexpectedly a few weeks back, nearly relegated, and now all of a sudden you hit form at the right time and you went on and won it. You must be thrilled, lad. Oh, delighted, delighted for the younger lads, really, Kevin. That's been honest with you. I came on board with them 
just at the end of the league, we're after winning the league and uh, starting into a championship campaign. And to be fair, our first two games, we could have won, but we lost by the minimum. And, and one of them was against Michel out, out in Fenna. We conceded three goals early against them. And uh, we got back to level and then they kicked on and won the game. And then we had a tussle with Clamore out in Tullow. But I think that was the crowning of the younger lads. Uh, they really stepped up that day. The pressure was on. If we lost, we were relegated. But ever since that game, things have just clicked. And... Uh, They've been an absolute pleasure to work with, Joy, with, with Kevin and Anthony and Burr, and uh, they've bought into everything that we've said. And uh, I think it showed, it, particularly in the last two games, the Fenner game and tonight, I think some of the, some of the movement, some of the forward play, quick hands, uh, really showed. Um, but I'm, I'm overall delighted for, for, because this is what Aerog's about, promoting young lads, and I think there could have been maybe 10 under 20s out there tonight. So it's fantastic for, for the future uh, of the club. And they stood up as well, like, I mean, that's what we were saying. How are they going to react on a big adult championship final day which was the first for a lot of them out there McCarran got a bag of scores you know scored a goal from play and scored a point from play and a hip of freeze beautiful sweet striker of a ball actually have to say something similar to yourself and um, Crotty has scored a couple of goals uh, Bookie I thought was powerful all them, all them boys stood up like and it was great to see in fairness especially on a big day when, when maybe there was question marks of them yeah and, and I thought actually some of them tonight were a little bit more common than some of the senior lads. We, we were a little bit forceful earlier on, uh, trying trying to kick long ball when it wasn't on, whereas we were better keeping it through the hands because Michael had a couple of men back. But uh, Boogie, you, you single out those lads, like Boogie McCarran, Mark Bean, uh, corner back. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Their decision making, uh, just their presence of mind when they're on the ball, doing the right thing with the ball, spatial awareness. Uh, but it, look, it bodes well for the club. I, I, like, I've no doubt in my mind, if any of them lads want to step up to senior, they're well capable of doing it and applying themselves um, because obviously Rogue in the next couple of years will go through transition there's a lot of lads getting to the far side now and uh, this is what it's about this, these six or seven games that they're after playing will crown them going forward into the senior championship um, but some of the intermediate games in my eyes I've been at a lot of games this year Kevin some of the intermediate games have been way better than, than the senior I think some of the senior games have been poor uh, they've been much much better contested in the intermediate championship that's just my own opinion um, and that's why we've come through them tough battles last week against Fenner we weren't fancy to come through it uh, and again tonight probably people tipping Avon and uh, we've come through it uh, so it, it's, it's great for them boys If it is to be your last final on the field to play I say congratulations um, I don't know if it will be or not uh, what your intentions are but you've put in some service there Simon yeah, well, I, I, listen, I had no intentions really at the start of the year. Uh, I was obviously, uh, was after getting sick and I had COVID and, and uh, I was wiped, uh, that's been honest with you. And uh, then to just get back, I was playing a little bit of over 35 soccer, uh, the foreign game, and actually got my fitness up through that. And Kevin rang me, keep in contact with me. And then I said, look, I'll give it a dig out from a coaching side of things as well. I'm more than happy to do that. And I said, if you need to use me as a player, my services are there. And uh, that's just the way it panned out. I'm listening, to be honest with you, I got 10, 15 minutes last week and the same again tonight and to be honest I'm chuffed uh, I wasn't expecting it uh, but like look as I said uh, I'll see as long as the body allows me uh, to do whatever you know and uh, we, we have a newborn on the way as well coming now in, in, in January so that might curtail a lot of stuff you know saying to you so uh, Tracy will decide what I do next year <laughs> well, listen congratulations on that um, you're like Gianluca Viali you look like a Moselle <laughs> well listen in all seriousness well done and, and thanks for having a chat with us alright and enjoy the celebrations no bother thanks very much Kevin Thanks, mate. There you are. Great guy, Simon Ray. Mm. Um, we heard from Ben Croy, we heard from James Root, uh, more to wear as well. So, um, any thoughts on the, the post match, lads? Are any comments there you'd like to make? Well, look, we, 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 we should really 
Pay the to Navo only. If somebody, the lads, Andy O'Brien, Andy O'Brien, the you know, the Adam Kenny in the middle of the field for them, like you know, tried tried his heart out. Brett uh, Smithers, Keith Hogan, and, and John Michael, uh, you know, they, 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 them boys tried their heart out for Michael, like you know, at the end of the day, it was a big deal for them to get to an intermediate final. And uh, look, they get. They didn't set out there to, to, to play that way, or, or you know, to, things just didn't happen for them on the, on the day, like you know. But they just they gave their best of it, like you know. And, and unfortunately, they come up again a very, very good uh, aero intermediate team, you know. So, yeah, I thought, um, I thought Michael Cavanaugh was good, he had a very good hustle with Derek Hayden as well. You're like, Michael yes. Cavanaugh's only yeah. Just yeah. Michael Kavanagh for, for a minor, about 21 or two, maybe 23 yeah. at most, and Derek yeah. Hayden's around a long time, and that was. You know, um, I thought he did quite well in him. In fairness, man of man of his experience that he was up against. Um, yeah. But yeah, just 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 one of those days. So, yeah. um, do we go talk about formats now, lads, or do you want to wait till after we go through the two senior games? Um, I know you are itching to talk about them. Sure. We'll uh, we'll jump straight into it because it's kind of uh, dovetailing a little bit from what's after happening in the intermediate final. So why not? A nice little segue into it. So, um, I don't know how many phone calls, texts. Uh, WhatsApps, um, messages on Instagram and, and Facebook and everything I got about what's happening. Are Michael going up? Uh, is what, What's going on? Is there anyone coming down? And the truth is, I did not know no more than anyone. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I can't say for definite, but I'd say there was a great hope that maybe Navy One were going to win and that it would solve the problem <laughs> uh, naturally. But uh, obviously, it didn't happen that way. So the solution that has occurred from that is Navon aren't getting promoted, and instead, there's a bit of a rejig in terms of the relegation situation from senior. So what happens now is Ballerana are not automatically relegated. Um, O'Loughlin are going to play O'Hanrahan's, and the losers of that game will play Ballerana in a relegation playoff final. And obviously, then one team goes down, Ballerana, or obviously O'Loughlin or O'Hanrahan's, where where it transpires now. We're hearing rumours that game could be Friday, Stevie. I don't know if that's confirmed between O'Loughlin and O'Hanrahan. Did you get any word, or is that just still pub talk? No, just, just the talk up here. No, it's not finalised yet. Um, oh, look, I, my views on it would be uh, with COVID last year, the, the PAL situation with the, you know, the, 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 Going to be thrown out of champs because of COVID, and they weren't. I know this this after changing, lads can say that this aero thing should have been factored in the start of the year. It wasn't. Um, I think it's the fair solution. Now, I know I've handed the Lachlan camp as in an all Lachlan player, ex all Lachlan player, Ballerana's over the road. Uh, from my point of view is I, I think it's the fairest outcome at the minute, but. Um, like a meeting lads yesterday going in the gate, some lads said to me, Yeah, my sure going up anyway, there's a precedent set. And I was saying to myself, for like, you know, however, if I've been a close game or something and after losing me 13 points in the intermediate fine, they're going to go up senior. I don't think that was ever going to happen. It wouldn't be, I don't, that was never on the cards, I don't think. But um, I, it's just, it's only when it was explained to me the other day that the intermediate relegation is not affected by it as in there's one coming out from the senior there's one coming up from the junior so that that means there's two has to go with intermediate which then you know to fight Cox and Clanmore right like you could say one of them might have went last year and the other might have went this year in normal year 
it's tough on them to see the two of them going down together without any playoff run. I know you can say really three games, you know the rules. Um, uh, that's why, you know, at least it would have been tough to look ahead and another bit from Ballerana point of view if they were to be early game on and score difference. Um, that's not, I'm trying to look at this from a total kind of a neutral point of view was in uh, saying the same if it was an error or Raffle or someone was relegated or whoever division that right the rules have been changed uh, Ballerbanner were getting no chance and O'Loughlin the Blues were getting a one-off chance they're getting they're still getting their chance but they're getting a, a second chance and Ballerbanner are getting one more than they were getting so in my eyes is the first outcome at of what they could have done, I, I think, now. Yeah, there's, there's one thing I want to pick up on, Stevie, just before I come to the other two lads. So you're saying they knew the rules at the start of the year, but so did Ballinarana, All Auckland, and the Blues, and now there's a rule change. So can... Yeah, that's true. You know, can or should, or <coughs> and maybe from the point of view of maybe a Trump Moore or the Fighting Cox, where they might feel aggrieved based on that. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm 100%. directly in the middle here now, and just trying to juggle everything. But what I'm trying to say is, I think <coughs> if Clamore and the Fighting Cox are agreed, and whoever's going out with the grades below that again, uh, I think you can have a little bit of understanding as to why they may be feeling that way. It's probably the best way of putting yeah. it. I don't think it's irrational for them to think that way. I think it's understandable. Um, but yeah, so Christy, I'll jump to you next, Anna. I think Steve's after explained it fairly well. Yeah. I think for me, it's the integrity of it that, like, this is the way it 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 is set out, and now the goalposts have been shifted, and like, then Banabana get another chance, and they're back in, and it's great to see them back in and have another crack at it because. You're looking at Ballerbrand and saying they probably kind of they probably would do well at senior getting another crack at it again next year, like really bring them on. Um, just a tough one, but for me, when it just Erog aren't going up and Michael definitely aren't going up, it's just it's kind of it's just holding up the integrity of the competition that everybody signed up to play in, like, um, at the start. That's the only thing for me. Tommy out and Dad. Yeah, look, I just feel sorry for, for the likes of Clamor and that, you know, and the Cox. You know, it's it's, it's very hard on them, you know. But on the other side, when like, likes of O'Hanahan's and that, like me, sure, like, them, them boys ha- haven't been training or nothing, like, so it's going to be very hard on them to. to yeah, so Banner Banner definitely wouldn't have been Like, the, the others, huh? Banner Banner no, 100% wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been training no. anyway, you know, so. No. So it's, it's a bit of a mess, like, but look, it is what it is now. You just have to move on and get on with it now, you know? Yeah, but I think overall, so bigger, the bigger picture is, and it cuts out, I suppose, you know, Christy, you speak about integrity, and Stevie's made the point, and they're all very valid points, and I, I agree with you on all those points, actually. The integrity thing, I agree on from the point of view of the best possible solution was probably given considering the circumstances. However, I, I have to illustrate the point again, which I've said in previous weeks, that all this becomes redundant if proper consideration is given at the start of the year. And by that, I mean, A-Rogue always have a chance to win the Intermediate Championship. Every year, they always have a chance to win it. Yes, they haven't won it since 07, as someone pointed out during the week. They were in the final three years ago, and they're never too far away from being in finals every year. So it's always a possibility. So I think, obviously, there's going to be, like, you know, I'm, I'm aware there's volunteers, obviously, involved in these boards too, and I don't want to be too critical. But 
it should have been still sorted at the start of the year, and I have no doubt whatsoever that it will be sorted uh, in future, and it won't happen again. But it kind of um, brings us into another issue, and again, you know, if lads want to get in touch with us, drop us a comment, give us your thoughts on it. We put a poll last week, I think, on whether Navon should be promoted um, automatically or not, and um, I think on Instagram it was something like 55-45 said no, and um, it wasn't exactly a two-thirds majority on Twitter either. It was very much um, up for debate, but Again, it brings us back to structures, and you know we would have spoke about the possibility of going to ten teams. Would, would would that have been a consideration for the year that was in it? And considering, you know, the effects of last year, to, to put it to ten and see how that goes for a year, and you're not upsetting anyone. Like by 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 not doing that, you're always going to upset someone now, and some clubs are upset, and understandably so. So like mm. it's, I just get the feeling maybe it could have been avoided. That's all I would say on it, and I don't know if there's an agreement there on that argument, but. Um, hindsight is well, I'd say, I'd say, Kevin, the, with a 10 team, you'll have two divisions of five, and just after taking the group of five two weeks longer than the group of four, and that would be one of the key considerations. I'd say if, if that was being thrown out there, that it's going to be two extra weeks that the championship was going to take to take place. Mm. I think, anyway, I, I'm guessing that'd be one of the reasons against it if it was if that was put up. Yeah, but I suppose we're still going to get a play with the Leinster winners. You know, there's going to be a week. What is it, is it a week before Leinster Championship? Um, you know, I think most of those games are, are finishing on the day now, only a bar strange circumstances of replays. And I don't know if we don't want to miss a situation with Leinster boards because I remember the Blues and Arles Cruz playing in 03 or 04 the day after Arles Cruz won the championship. So I don't know if there's much leeway. So yeah, I, I take your point. I do accept that and I understand that. Um, that's another reason, I suppose. But we also had a 12 team championship, didn't we? Um, what going back nine, ten years ago? Uh, we went from 12 to eight. I think that's another thing that you know, having a discussion on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, for so the last 12, the, 12 to eight. The so. time, yeah, the time the fight in Cox won the one intermediate was actually the year it got changed and they had to go to Leinster or whoever they were being relegated or they weren't being let up in the first place. Something similar because the, the rules were, I don't know what, but. They, they fought their case and they got no, I think they got relegated the same year anyway, but at least they got up and, and played their senior, which which they, they fully deserved. They hadn't won a senior or hadn't been in senior for something like 60, 70 years. Yeah, and that came well, down to um, they, they found something in the rule book, and obviously they, they got, you know, what they felt they deserved, and fair enough. And that went very, that could have went to DRA, I think, or maybe I don't know what the highest one was. All, all these seasons, the more seasoned, and now. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's unbelievable, but uh, like oh, I, I don't know, lads. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit more about it either. If the lads do decide, here, hold on now, this is this is not really fair. Um, maybe they'll leave sleeping dogs like I don't know, but we can't ignore the fact that it's been a major talking point over the last few weeks, and um, yeah, maybe there'll be more to come. Uh, maybe there won't. That's, that's where yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and that's why I'm saying it. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Like, I mean, obviously, the, the three senior clubs are happy enough with your ancient battle. Yeah. must be delighted. And the other two clubs, look, if they lose that game, Stevie, as you're saying, now they have a second bite to cherry, even if they lose that. So it's a really good semi final for them. So that's what we're that's kind of what we're looking at. But in terms of Leinster championships, uh, Nave Warner still going on to play a Park Ratanesca, which was a Park Ratanesca won the, the junior championship in June last year's junior championship. We'll say in June of this year, I won intermediate the other night. Uh, so they've gone up two grades in the space of four months or whatever. So Meister will take on them. 
and uh, Grange. I think Grange are playing Barrowhouse because Barrowhouse have Balleron the junior final in Leash. So obviously Balleron can't represent Leash in mm. that. So that's I think the fixtures the way they're they're, they're going to lie or whatever. So um, will we crack on to the senior lads? Or any other things to throw out there before we move on? No. Happy enough. Okay. So um talk to us then lads uh binus sound to Ireland. we uh i think we were all going with with binus on this one one nine to one seven so um tom i'll come to you first you give us a bit of a rundown here on, on how this all went well um it started off it started off uh, uh like in Ireland um uh, in the first half looked to, to to have control of the game but um they never penetrated the really the the, the, the Bagnestown backline, like you know. They they were very hesitant in, in, in their in their forward play, like you know. Uh, could just can't understand Paul Brodrick, Dermot Walsh out picking up ball around the middle of the field. Uh, you know, two guys that you would need in, in close to goal where they could do damage, like you know. Um thought Danny Moran Danny Moran was very good for them. I thought Danny really got in among Bagley's town and, and, and it was upsetting them, like, you know, he was typical of Danny, like, he was, he was niggling them, like, you know. Um, but Paul Brodrick was the main chief scorer for, for, for uh, Tim Ryland. Uh, you know, he, he clipped over a couple of frees and, 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 and flew from play. Um, but that's, he was the main man, like, so they were, they were lacking it. Uh, more, more forwards, like, you know, that, to do the shooting for them, but uh, I'll just give you give you a bit of a stat on them, if you know, if I uh, have it here somewhere for you. Um, Tin Island, you had 13 shots off, converted 7. Uh, Bagman's Town 20, converted 10. Uh, you know, uh, so you could see, like, I mean, it's Bagman's Town, Bagman's Town were getting, getting the, uh, their forwards more on the ball than Tim Ryland were like, you know. Um, so it was a disappointing uh, for Tim Ryland, like, you know, but full credit goes to, to Bagginstone for, for their win. Uh, again, workman-like team. Uh, worked, worked very hard. It, like, their scoring was, I mean, the spread of scores they got like, was, was uh, like Shane Clark with two points in the middle, Jack, Jack McCullough with three, uh, Jamie Clark got two, uh, Keen Dial got, got one and then Young Guider came in and he scored the goal that probably was the the difference in the end like you know um, but full credit to Bagginson it was a great win for them Chris uh, same I thought I just thought Bagginson made a few kind of silly errors in the first half um, and allowed a bit of momentum to go to Ryan's but I thought in the second half we said it before that I, I don't think they had a lot of football played coming into championship. And each game I look at them now, they're getting better and better and sharper and sharper. And they picked a few holes. Tonight were very defensive, dropped back in between the 45. But the, the, I thought Paddy and Tommy McDonald down the right-hand side were very good at bringing the play to them. And Tommy McDonald, I think, ended up with a point on the right-hand yeah. side at the very end. Yeah. Uh, it was a great score. Right. But... Um, I just yeah I, I I was impressed I was impressed with Bagginstown some individual great forms like McCullough came out he, I think he started a cornerback and by the second half he's midfield and yeah. big times in the game like he won or broke big ball I thought yeah. Oshin Dillon worked so hard it was just kind of unfortunate he was in the right place 
he did the right thing and then when it just came to the last little pass it was just poorly executed but like if he sorted that out I thought Bangerson could have been in for another goal or two um, I, I'd worry about their bench I don't think to have strength and depth uh, that mm. if you come up against a good team to really put on three good three or four really good subs but uh, but I, I definitely think they're on the up and I think they would have no fear of Raffili, uh after playing them the, the, the last day as well I think um, yeah I think ha- I said it last week to have the ingredients to do something something good Steve yeah, of course, sort of game. I, I, I was in the stand for, uh, and good for Bagnestone lads around me, and it was talking good from a half time, and they were septic now. They, were, they hadn't kicked the ball. Was it four? How was it half time? Four, two. And like, yeah. Didn't look like they were going to pop any sort of a show. Um, like Jack McCullough kept, you know, Jack, Jack McCullough, Shane Clark kicked five points in midfield. Robbie Kane, since the first game, he, uh, I, I can't remember a senior game he hasn't scored in before. Well, maybe they're all gone two year ago, maybe I can't remember. He probably did score in it, but um just they got a, they got one rub of the green and like Gary Clare says, the more I practice the better I get. The ball came in from a, a, a Chunny got a forty five or a free and it just yeah. dropped short and I, I think did it happen previous just before that, I think that's something similar and Tinrell got yeah. away with it. And the next time I just stood there for a second and first to Keelan Guider came in goal because Keen Dyle had a chance before that something similar didn't get the goal out of it and uh, they just the you know they kicked on then and Jamie Clark kicked two points um, as you said Thomas McDonald kicked a great point Andrew Casey pushed forward a lot more than I've ever seen him pushing forward uh, no he wasn't shooting he was clever enough to give it off to whoever now uh Back to what Christy said, the first half there to give a couple of silly frees there, and like to give away a quarrel of frees the first half. Uh, in fairness, was behind the Bangerstone bench, they never opened them up once. Now, like they're all our TC, Hamish, Ken Hickey, you know them all well. Uh, like they were, they were very poor the first half, and you know, Paul Broderick, in fairness, first ball he got. Kicked it over the bar from about 35 meters out, left forward, curling, great score. Jamie Clark got a similar one then. Uh, Chris Nolan in the second game from nearly the very same spot left foot beautiful points to be seen like Shane Redmond had a very good game now for great game it was same with the county men like in fairness to himself and Paul Broderick they were, they were dragging to range through that game then yeah. Bangerson looked to be able to get five points up to kick the couple of wides where I don't know whether shots should have been taken at all the wrong lads were getting the shots off next to the ball goes down there Welsh to the goal and there's only two points in it and it's you know there's still three or four minutes left and next minute, Stephen Amar is in the lane, the below by sending the freaking army up. He's pushed up the whole yoke where before that, you know, you know, we're throwing the kitchen, kitchen sink out, got a ball then. I don't know who carried the show, but in fairness, the banks were very disciplined. They didn't put any hand on anyone. And just back to the refereeing of it, uh, the first half, Tommy was saying about Danny Moore and, um, you know, getting in Bangstone faces. Seth and Jamie Clark were on the ground there having a, a good old set toe for about 25 seconds, I'd say. And... In fairness, no, we're not saying it's right or wrong, but between the linesman and, and, and Salt, he didn't see what started it. So generally in that case, you give two yellows, and one lad is probably fully deserving of it, and the other lad is maybe not. And he gave neither of them yellow. So, yeah. you know, it was it was a same for both of them, but you might look at 
if Jamie had been on with Jamie's style of play, if he was on the yellow card for 10 or 15 minutes, is it going to Corby's play? And in fairness, he didn't give a yellow card and the game was the better for it again it was over. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, Stephen, you're right, that Bagnestown took control of the game and they were out the gate. I thought, kind of, this is, say, like, last year or the year they got semi-final like learn from it like manage the game the last few minutes if you have to pull down a lot out in midfield just pull them down take the foul and reset in your back line I thought they were just a tad little bit naive uh, in the last 10 minutes where they should have kind of really solved the game and Tim Ryden shouldn't have got that goal they should have shut up shop and managed the game a small little bit better that would be just something that if you're looking at the next day and you get in that position, know what to do and manage the game and manage the opposition as well. Yeah, Tenryland's first wide was, I think, was about 45 minutes gone again, Tenryland at the wide, the three wides yeah. and, and Bagnus right. at 10. You know, yeah. so that, that tells you two things. You might say, oh, Tenryland were that bit more efficient or, yeah. you know, they should have been shooting more possibly, but, uh, you know, the, the ball wasn't sticking anywhere other than, like, Godric got six points, I think. Shane Redmond just got his fingers that to wander went over the bar, got the wander yeah. went over the bar that Broderick had kicked in and Dermot Welch only got the goal. So whereas Magnus Towns forwards, Darren Allen, uh Oshin Dillon, Robbie Kane, none of them scored from play. Uh Oshin Dillon in fairness caught, got one ball and ran about say fifty yards with it there. And if he had a GPS on him, it would have blew up because he was taken off straight away. He was totally gassed. And in fairness, <laughs> he, he, you know, that's what he had left in the field with nothing left in the tank. And he definitely hadn't yeah. gone off that time anyway. Yeah. So we'll actually talk about the semi final now, right? Because the next game, the next quarter final between Pal and Rangers will bring us nicely into Rangers and Aero. So let's talk about Binus and Rafili first. Um, the two semi finals are on Sunday, just to put out there. Uh, Binders on Raffili, half one. So mm. we spoke about this fixture literally only, what, two weeks ago, was it? Two, three weeks ago. Um, mm. And we kind of had, you know, some of us were saying we fancy Binders on, and I think it was two and two. Stevie, was you and Tommy said uh, Raffili, and me and Chris said Binders on that day. Yeah. I think that's just the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Where, where are we now? Because, um, what, a couple of points in, in the last meeting. Um, Raffili have had that week. Um is it a week or two weeks? I think it's only a week, isn't it? They've had a week extra. What is it off? A week off. A week yeah. off, yeah. And Bynastown have had this game, um, you know, shy conditions, obviously, uh, with a test nonetheless. Um, I don't know if they've come through that completely unscathed in terms of injuries and that. Um, it's kind of one of those things like always happens, and it'll be the same for the one, um, even though it's unlikely for the other one. But if Bynastown go and win, you'll say, oh, look, they, they had the extra game and they stood to them. And if they lose, you'll say they're tired. And then with Raffili, if they lose, you'll say, well, sure, look, they weren't sharp because uh, Binders had a game last week. And if Raffili win, you'll say, oh, well, sure, look, they had uh, a week off. <laughs> These things are thrown out every year. So let's quit the bullshit and be honest about things, and which you always are, in fairness. But we'll call it based on the match itself. Take all those factors out of it. Because in my opinion, when it comes to game day, you know, even if it is only a week, you can recover for that week anyway if you don't have an injury. If you're sensible mm-hmm. about it, and you you know it as, as a coach, Tom and Chris, um, you know the lads to mind. If a lad comes to you and says, I don't want to train this week, I'm feeling wrecked, you know you get more open by actually not having to train. Obviously, you use a bit of common sense. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it down to the nitty-gritty, right? And where is this going to be won and lost? And why is it going to be different from the last day? Obviously, Apart from the fact that it's a semi-final, so Chris, I'll start with you. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, for me, I thought the last day against Rafaeli, I thought the full back line for Bagnestown looked under severe pressure. Now, I thought Andrew Casey last week or yesterday had a, an unbelievable game, but I actually thought he looked a bit injured or sick the the first day against Rafaeli. And I thought I thought they were under big pressure. Um, I do think Rafaeli are so well seasoned and a great outfit. And they're well able to pick off for scores, and they're fairly potent. Once they cross the halfway line, they get a return on going forward. I just have a, a niggling feeling that I don't think they're sixty minutes in them. Now, if they bring on the young lads like Parik Dairn and Andrew Bulger and that, and they bring a lot of energy, uh, that's brilliant. But I think Bangnest Town will be buzzing this week, and like, beware of a team that have nothing to lose. No, not a lot of people will fancy Bagnestown to come through the semi-final. Uh, and I think that's where lies kind of the little nudge for me. I don't, I, I said it the last uh, I think I think there's still more in them, to be honest. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll back around for the one-word verdicts, right? But we'll give the, the context first. So we won't ask you to, to give the verdict um, straight away or whatever. But uh, just, just one thing, Chris, that, that O'Neill chap, was it Conor O'Neill I spoke about? He played against Lockton Bridge in the junior and he kicked the... Kicked Unbelievable. Is he, yeah. is he one of these wild cards? Could we potentially see um, him come in? or? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't have any fear putting him in. I think, mm-hmm. uh, f- f- for me, say, if you're looking at a chap like that, it's, is he ready in his head? And if he's ready in his head to take on the challenge... There's no problem whatsoever. It's when you have a lad come on and you don't know what you're going to get. That's the that's where the gamble is. Where, where, with Connor, you know exactly what you're going to get. He's a level-headed person. He's going to give you everything. And lads, he's fertile. He's a big, big unit. Mm. Um, and there's not too many of them out there either. Imagine himself and Brendan in the midfield. That's Jesus. Mm. Serious prospect. Like I was yeah. so impressed in that day, and I just think as a wild card, sort of way. And generally, sometimes maybe in finals we see it more often, and especially at intercounty yeah. level, um, where this guy will come in, a kind of a Walter Walsh job. You know that well, sort I, of way. I will say as well, the Harry there and there, um, he started the first few games, and he came on the other day, and he's another young lad, but he mm. won a big ball there on the on the six yard box, right? He had the maturity and the calmness to kind of. He went inside and looked, see, was the keeper on, the keeper wasn't on. He came back out, he got blocked down, he did a jink or two, and he ended up coming back out to the terrace side. He was so level-headed and calm in a really kind of heat-of-the-moment situation, and the game was right there in in the furnace, like, that he showed great matur- maturity, not to just kick the ball willy-nilly, like. So if they're doing them things, the young lads... Like it bodes well for them because that's where their strength and depth will come from the bench as well. And young lads bring energy, lads. They've no fear in them, which is a great thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, give us your thoughts on this one. Well, regards to Raffili, Raffili have been top of table, top of groups for the last not many years. So extra week or a week off, that's going to make no difference to them. I don't think they'll know what to be doing. Um, yeah, regards. I was just talking to them about where like dominating the other night in intermediate, and Brendan Murphy League is going to be the same for kickouts, and that's just the fact that Scott he's going to. If you know, if do the contest kickouts, put Jack McCall on him for kickouts, or do they just let him? You know, that's I don't know. The last day I was not the last day, so I don't know how I just hope. Um, 
Right, look, you're you're, you're looking at Robbie Kane, who we're hoping is going to get a bit more into it. And like he was, he, he shipped a heavy tackle yesterday for about twenty minutes over in Farsi. You know, he recovered well and played well, other than not getting on the score sheet. But uh, they got five points from play yesterday from midfield. Uh, that's kind of a thing you'd see from Raffili where Brendan Murphy had hit three or four and you could have Conor Dyle or, or uh, Alan Kelly or Finnegan or something beside him that's a kind of a regular count with Raffili uh, and uh, like to see it in Jack McCullough getting three and Shane getting two they'll, need, they'll probably need a couple of scores over the likes of them boys again over the next day and all um, four or five of the forwards and I don't know whether Alfie is back now or not he's missed mm-hmm. all the games he's given off in the Lachlan game and hasn't been back since um, could hold him back as well. Back to what Christie said as well. Bang the stone, we would be insane to start the year. Could get to the semi final. Could say they're in bonus territory now, have a cut at it. This is like you're, you're talking about their organ as the young lads on the intermediate team. There's plenty of young lads in that Bang the stone team there, the Tom McDonald's, Danny Dyle, all these lads. They should have no fear of it. Have a go at it, see what happens. But now I, I know there's lads in the stand behind me telling Bangus on the show chest and the seven and a half pints up or there were six pints up, you know. And they start shooting, then they were saying there were the wrong lads were shooting and that they'll have to be disciplined as well. Um, the Keelan Guider started yesterday, justify that score the goal. Will he start the next day? Will Alan Beaton start? Or you know, Keen Dyle got a pint from a free, we're looking not to get a goal as well. They'll have to have conversion rates that Tin Ryland had yesterday, but Tin Ryland's conversion rates were because they were shooting so little that they'll have to take the chance from the come because Raffili will be taking them at the other end. All right, Tom. Yeah, look at uh, I think first and foremost, Baggenstown will have to de- designate somebody to shut down Brian Murphy. And that was the difference the last day between the two of them. Brian Brian just uh, tormented the living soul out of them, like you know. Um, so they need to get a guy that can, uh, you know, man mark him, shut him down as best they can. Uh, regards, you know, uh, I thought, I thought in two games I seen Rafael. I thought they were they looked very exposed at the back, and if Bagginstone can capitalise on that, like you know, uh, getting the likes of Robbie Kane closer to the goal, I think, you know, they, they, they could gain something out of that, like you know. Uh, but again, look at I know Rafferty a long time. They can on they, they get to a semi final. They're they're very hard beaten. Like you know, and they've been around this long enough to know how to edge it out. But um, again, they go back to Bagginstown. I think they have absolutely nothing to lose in this. They need to to, to go at this from the word go, and um, and if they can learn from the previous game against Rafferty. Uh, they're in with a shout. But there's, there's something else, I mean, that people never really talk about or never, you know, highlight. Brendan Murphy, uh, you know, people talk about Brendan, like, you know, he's feeling in the middle of the field. Brendan Murphy is probably one of the best foot passers of a ball I've ever seen. He's a superb kicker of the ball. And uh, Brendan doesn't even come out in the middle of the field. You know, if Brendan just uses the, his, his kick pass, He'd open up a team with a, with a pass. He's, he's a superb uh, foot passer of the ball, like, you know, uh, around the middle. So McCulloch and these boys are going to be, have to be on their game like, to shut him down, stop the supply of ball going in. If Bagman can do that, they have a, they're have they in with a chance. The other side of it is, I thought Rafferty turned over a terrible lot of ball. 
unnecessary ball uh, in, in their previous games. They, they, I'm sure their stats have showed show them that like, they, they, they turn over a lot of ball. So they need to they need to sort that out themselves, like, you know. Um, but uh, I think, look, at, I'm going to put my head on the block and I'm going to go bagging some. Big call, big call. People won't probably, but I just think, you know, look at that. I mean, championship is championship, and it's 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 there it's there to be won. And Bangstown are in a great position now. They have to be buzzing in training. You know, they've been their goal is probably to get to, to the semi final. Now they're there. Now let's go. Let's take it on another step forward. So they're a dangerous animal for 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 anybody to take in the semi final. So and Rafinha have to be very very wary of these boys. You know, so I. I I I uh, I go for a uh, for I go for Bagginson. I'm going to go for Bagginson as well. I'll join you, uh, Stevie. I know Christie's going for Bagginson anyway. Um, before he opens his mouth, I think. Uh, Christie, are you going for Bagginson? That's, that's not yes, a question. Yes, Christie's going for Bagginson. So Stevie, are you going to be oh, a really scoring here? Tough one. I went from this week. Uh, I went for, I went against him in the hurling every week and and, and the one. Um, no, but seriously, um, the Lake O'Loughlin game, O'Loughlin and Raffili. Raffili had four points on the board after about three minutes. Bangus would have the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes to have to stop that scoreboard uh, by any means possible. And what just get a full hold in the game, don't let him get three or four points ahead, and you're chasing your tail then, uh, because that's when Raffili are at their best. Um, I think it was Tommy said about Brian Murphy, he has to be doctored. Uh, yeah. That could leave a Kevin Murphy or someone else or Alan Kelly to step up then. But I said it here before, Brian Murphy is the most underrated player that could be in the in the county or has been for a long, long time. And you pick up the Nationals, he's have to score four or five points from playing, three from freeze. That has to be stopped. And that stops out the field. As you said, Jack McCullough, whoever has to stop the Brendan yeah. Murphy passes coming in. Yeah. Um, I... I I slight nod for Raffili, just going on on all known previous form. But uh, yesterday, Jack McCullough was ending up in the end of moves where Robbie Kane was the last day against Balnebrana. I know you're saying about keeping Robbie Kane into clo- close to goal. Yesterday, Jack McCullough ended up in the end of moves and kicked three points. Might can kick him the next step. It could be Robbie Kane doing it. And Robbie, you know, I just. Whatever system they had yesterday, they're kind of moving. Jack was kind of, you know, he was he was in and out and just hit three points and playing a, a knockout game is fair going from midfield. And I said they need that. It, and Darren Owen, they need to get more over him now. They need to get a couple of points over him as well. They need, oh, they're, they're front eight. They're going to need five or six in by scoring from play if tall possible. And because Raphael, you'll be looking at, you'll have Kevin Murphy, Finnegan, Kelly, Brendan, Brian Murphy. Uh, Brian Smith. There's five of them probably going to score from play anyway, with them seven. Uh, so, on yeah. all form, I, I'd go for Raffili, but I wouldn't be one bit surprised if Banner, uh, Bangerson, sorry, turn them over. But they'll need to get a good start by hook or by crook that Raffili don't get three, four points up in their chest and their tail in the semi final. We played, we played, I can still remember 2002, we played Raffili. We be her all for the first time ever in the championship in the quarter final. I guess let's see Darren Leonard's goal going in after I, I, 
I think it was just before half time we lost by a goal. I did, I'll never forget it as long as I live. They get a three or four point lead on you, the knockout game. It's quite hard to get back on them. Mm. But I, I give them the slight nod, but Bangstown, throw the kitchen sink out, there's nothing to be feared. It's but not don't throw it at it till it has to be thrown at it. They just have to stay in the game and if the two clerks, these boys can drive a team over line, they are you know, they they will die with their 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 boats on the one and left in the tank for them boys and uh, you know it's gonna be an intriguing battle because they said they played two weeks ago, see what Bangus have learned in the meantime. And you know, we weren't at that I wasn't at that so I can't comment on it, but I'm going for Raffili just only on an unknown form at the minute. The hunger think? has to be in Bagan's home. There has to be absolute hunger in, in Bagan's home for this. You know, they, they, they have to be absolute chomping at the bit for this one. Andrew Casey, and the, the Andrew uh, against in, uh, the previous game there, he, he was very lucky against uh, picking up to, to Ryan full, 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 full forward. He was, he was hanging over, he was swinging over off the ball. Like, you know, he can't do that. You can't do that. Like, I mean, you know, he needs to be clean. He needs to be, you know, keep his hands off off the player. Um, again, whoever's picking up Brian, he he'd probably have to get to- double teamed to stop stop him getting on the ball. And the other side of it is, they cannot afford to be fouling in there. Brian will punish you. I need to get Danny Dial forward before. No, yesterday he didn't. He didn't. It wasn't as prominent as other games. He's a lad I think could have an impact if he's let have an impact. Uh, going forward, um, yeah. you know, the two McDonald's can make up the you know, other their little athletes, and they'll make up headway up and down the field uh, as well. It's just you know the, the, the spread of scores, and don't be letting it out the ball. But there's a couple of lads have to pull pull a few more scores, but they haven't been getting them. Right for Bagstone. We move on, lads. We're now we're yeah. at the end of this York, and we still have a quarter final and a semi final to preview. So. Uh, yeah, let's talk about uh, Pal and Rangers then from, from yesterday. So, Marissa Rangers, 13 points, Palatine, 1-7. Um, was I the only one that said Rangers last week? I think oh, there was only three was on last week. I think we two, Pal and one on Rangers. So, um, yeah, give a little Munster Championship uh, to that one there. Um, Carmack <laughs> uh, Holloway, that's all you need to talk about. Right, hold on now, actually. Uh, yeah. It's interesting you should say that because uh, let's Andre. have a little look at this again. Uh, thanks to, uh, to John Nolan. We'll actually play the commentaries out because it's quite good. Uh, just get the volume ready on it. And our microphones are on as well, lads, just to let you know. The space, chance for Kirsten. Cavagon is right now, time pass off. He's through on goal. This is a goal chance for Rangers. Shot saved by Cormac. Cormac Holloway does well. Straight through Gary Kelly was. It's on burn. It's on his right foot. This is dangerous. Great stop by Holloway. He saved him again. Paller Rangers danger here. Eddie Byrne, if he gets a shot off, shows his strength. He's going to get the shot off. And Snack, once again. Once again, Cormac Holloway saved him. Into space. Horse doesn't get there. Surely this time Byrne has to. Once again, Snack saves him. But they're so wide open in the back lane here, lads. Strong for them. Coming through here. Dermot Byrne. Surely one of these is going to hit the net. Again, Snack saves it. It's back to Joyce. Joyce now, can he get the point at least for them? He does. They're just too physically strong running through the middle. We can't deal with it. So this is a lad that taught me, what was it, the week before the football championships. Huh? 
Pendle Junior game there a few weeks ago <laughs> in court for the for the senior championship. Uh, five one on one save. Um and yeah, yeah a serious character actually. Um if he wasn't playing, we'd have him on here fairly regularly too, because he stole the show tonight out for the match in, in the hurling. Just hilarious. But like getting back to the nitty gritty, like that's five literally five one on ones in the in the first half. So um is it fair to say that Rangers should have won this by a lot more? Should have yeah, hundred percent definitely. Yeah. Carmack saved them, you know, from, yeah, from a big the kicks as well. Like, the, the must have kicked about seven short as well into the wind. Um, as well, they dropped three short, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Chris, to be honest, with you, but it's just the, the snack box shows all, all I have there. Yeah. Um, but like 12 4 yeah. on the wides count, mm. yeah. That's a lot of opportunities to be to be coughing yeah. up, like in fairness. Um, yeah, I don't know. What can you say about it, lads? Uh, well, straight, straight, straight down the middle. 22 shots. Christy, jump in there and you separate them two, will you? Hey, hey. No, <laughs> Rangers had 22 shots. Tyler had tw- and, and 12. That's the difference. 22 versus you know? 12. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you were going to say, Steve? More or less. <laughs> <laughs> He's Sorry, like, Steve. He's putting his box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> more or less. Uh, yeah, so, Chris, are you wanting to add to this one? No, no, I, I did think it was desperate weather conditions. It was very cold and very windy. And, like, uh, one or two kick passes went astray just because the lads weren't used to the wind, I think, and just got held up a little bit. I think just Rangers look kind of dominant throughout. They're, they're crafty, like, in how to play the game. Um, I thought Conor Fenlon had great joy going up and down the, the right wing of five. Um, Gary Kelly's, I think he's very underrated as a footballer. I think he's a great yeah. footballer, a great yeah. man to hold the pivot position of six um, and kind of orchestrates lads around him. And what's really nice about him is he, if he sees that things are slowing down, he's looking to inject pace and come onto the ball at pace, which is really Brilliant. good. Um, Chris Nolan, Edburn, like she's seen it in there. Fieker Fitzpatrick is nearly like a little quarterback, to be honest, on the team. He gets on so much ball in there and plays around. And one thing, that, like it's an underrated, a long fist pass is underrated in Gaelic football, but he made some 20, 25 yard fizz pass that were great. He hit one along the ground there with a little bounce on it. Fully intentional. And it was a super pass inside. Um, yeah, yeah uh, Pal, for me, just never really landed a punch, to be honest. And I suppose the goal got them back in the game, but I, I just thought it was Rangers all day, really, to be honest. Hmm. So a good spread of scorers there um, from Rangers, it must be said. I think, Steve, yeah. I don't know if you have a count on it exactly, but I think, was it five, six, seven scorers maybe? Um, yeah. Ted seven. Price had three, four points. Yeah. Like that's, Edward that's had two. Statistic, isn't it, in fairness? Like, when you, when you look yeah. at it and um, it's mad, like, both teams have lost only scored one seven or whatever. Um, like, Jamie, can anything got the goal? So what sort of a move was that? It was a kick out, uh, Dean Grennan's kick out. It wasn't a real bad kick out, but it didn't go high. And Connor Reynolds picked it up, injected a bit of pass into it, gave the ball across into the corner. A couple of it was like one, a lot of goals. Uh, Pal got last year that Kenny himself got a good few of them. 
quick hand passes, man running off the shawl, or you got the ball edge of the square, buried it level. Sure, look, you're probably thinking then, our pal going to kick on. Oh no, there was with the wind. You couldn't underestimate how strong that wind was last night. Yeah. It was a free in the second half. Was it for Montenegro? Rangers? Someone was holding the ball for that was kicking it. Down in, that was down in the in the half hour line for Montenegro Rangers. Um, that was that was the goal. Like, that was the forty eighth minute. The, the score. No, uh, I think the next score after that. There was um, the next score could have been John Noel or, or sorry Kevin McDonald. They got free. Chris Noel looked like he was going to take it about 30 metres out on the stand side. Now, a favourite left forward player, only the wind was that strong, even for left forward, it would have just took it away. Next bit of Kevin McDonald pops up. Here, give it to me. Quick free. Kevin McDonald's lows, passes it over the bar. Uh, Kevin McDonald was very good yesterday, now. Uh, kind of in a mini hurling role that he does link, man. But straight up the centre, we're going a lot of these balls. So we're just giving off good pass, return, Ted Jace. Eddie Bourne, five, six points between them, up the middle. Um, like Horst Lauder come up with the ball in the second half. Horst Joey's free, like he does over the shoulder. Tried it again twice in the next five minutes, got turned over. At that stage, you know, you just knew Pal weren't going to, wasn't going to be there today. But very impressed with Melissa Rangers for leave the shooting aside. They were, they were, they were using the middle third of the field, I would say, as in, the width of the goal post and a bit more that third of the field they were doing all their heavy lifting up that way and Chris Nolan had a great point in the first half off his left out, out in the, into the into the breeze um, you know he he, he was he'd hecked watch John Nolan come on the soap kicked a great point when he came on yeah. uh, Conor right. Fenlon kicked a point you know it had a good spread of scores Dermot Bourne only kicked one that was a 45 uh, but still like the there was no, you know, there was no yellow cards being picked up for nothing. Like in first referee in the two games yesterday, like you know, they were they were let play as much as they could. You know, it was good to see. Like there was very little free score night the, the the two games. There were the most anyone scored. Conor Reynolds got two points. Roger got three. It's maybe for Tin Ryland that was nearly the bulk of the free taken yesterday. You know, so it's good to see that too. Yeah. So as I'd just like to say a word like for Palace because it was a tough year on Palatine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, as a club, was. yeah, not a tragedy out there, lads. So, um, I think it's just one of those years for them. So, um, I think it's a bit unfair if we if we even talk overly critically of them, just considering the year that's that's been in it. And sometimes, it. sometimes yeah. that just happens. Uh, from yeah. year to year, you, you can have a bad year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. um, that's just the way it is. So, I think they'd be happy to draw a line under it, and I'm happy enough to draw a line under this game as well and move on to the semi final yeah. if you're happy to do so as well. Um, yeah. So that semi-final, obviously, pits Arrow up against Monster Rangers. That's the, the second game on Sunday in Netwatch Cullen Park. Uh, 3.30 throwing for that. As you said, Raffili and Bidestown is 1.30 before it. Um, so um, this is a re- repeat, obviously, of the semi-final from last year, which was played, what, three or four months ago now, on a on a very mm-hmm. fine day. So yeah. we're talking about Airog as uh, Leinster contenders and they haven't won the Carroll Championship yet. And everyone's talking about Leinster, um, Airog as Leinster contenders, like on the terraces from every club. Um, and I suppose when, when you ask this question, it's going to seem a little bit nonsensical or whatever. But if we get a day like yesterday and the piss of rain and the swirling wind, I mean, Morris Rangers are ob- obviously loving this. That's that's a bit of an equalizer here, even though we're talking about Aero Glencer contenders. Is there um, a dumb and dumber film? Are you saying there's a chance? Um, but is there a chance? Is there a chance for Morris Rangers here? 
Well, if you go to the game, the previous game that the, the, the two of them met, Rangers went four points to no score up against zero, right? And I thought that the I thought they were set up very, very well. They were frustrating Aero. Aero was struggling to get to get their, 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 their forwards on the ball. But then they came it seemed like uh, Rangers decided like, you know, look up sure we we can get out and start playing at these boys and, and came out and start playing and, and, and left left holes in, in their back line and, and uh, the their old forwards came into play then and popped over a couple of scores and before you know it to, they were back in front and, and, and they never looked back. So Rangers bet Aerobe a few years ago. So they're 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 a team that you you need to respect, you know, and you need to be very cautious uh, in when you're playing them. Um, they won't fear Aerobe. They won't fear Aerobe in the slightest bit. They'll actually relish an uh, an opportunity to play Aerobe. So it, it, a lot of people might say that yeah, it's Aerobe's game. It'll be a difficult game to get rid of them, you know. Um, so the Rangers have have size. They're physically big, strong, big, strong team, and um, better's in at full forward. They can all Mark Fritz will have his uh, have his hands full with him if he gets the right ball going in on top of him. He could cause a lot of problems, and um, so it'll be interesting. Chris, uh, Tommy just mentioned size. I think teams fall into a trap. I think in Aero can be pushed around the place. A few teams come in and try clatter them around the place. Mm. They don't come off the better of it. Uh, Aero are oh. fine big lads. They have to handle themselves. Mm. Um, mm. And I, I just think the last day, Tommy, you're right. It was just an iron wrestle in the first half. But mm. then, for for me, if if I said it before, if you shut down the Chris Blake, you're leaving space for someone else to come into and they will come into it. That's where Rangers are going to have to be on the on the ball. But lads make no mistake about weather conditions. It's winter football now and they play a part in it. But I I do think from what I've seen, this is probably the sharpest I've seen Aerog in in the last few years. So uh Aerog will definitely respect Rangers we've never ever had an easy game against them and mm. I think actually the loss in the semi-final six years ago that's what started the wheels in motion for this this bit of momentum and this kick forward that their old team are on mm. at the moment mm. Yeah, Steve any any uh, tokens worth there to try before we go to verdicts and stuff and, yeah uh, just make um, the league game um, was it last year there wasn't a whole line Chris Nolan went off injured then and that's the first time I've seen Chris Nolan playing football since. Um, be interesting to see if he's able to bring a bit more to the party. You know, you know, in a game like you know that that uh, there wasn't as that was played early Sunday after dinner. As we're saying, different conditions. You know, looking at the weather forecast for the weekend, it's not too bad. I don't think at the minute. Um, just when they did be there over in the quarter final there five or six years ago. Same crack as yesterday. There should be no to get at half time, and they weren't. They're they're contest games, contend games. They'll have to be taking the chances. Uh, if they get five goal chances tomorrow in the first half, they want to make sure they're taking three of them because the ball went open. 
Uh, I can't see him. No, don't forget that Pal did cough up them goal chances against the Blues in the in the in the in the last round. So that was the, the cough up three goals in the last five minutes. So the goal chance had been had been kind of a pattern of Pal's play. Arrow, I don't know when they've conceded the goal. I don't know how they've had a shot on goal. Could happen though, it could be a minute on next week and Eddie Bourne gets the ball and edge the square and the goal. But they'll you don't have to fancy a rock still like no no all known form go back to that step and again, which could be rammed down or short. But um well, yeah, yeah, t-shirt with that on all known form. Yeah. Uh, yeah, still you know, definitely so look, I, I, you go for a all day, I, I think still but I said like Kevin McDonald would come out as coming on, you know, as I said, like a bang some with the hurling. These boys are getting better every day to get another game of football under their belt in another week's training. Uh, well, I was very impressed with them yesterday. Let the Palby, what they were leaving the score and end over, but that's going to have to improve big time. You know, the, the lost shots there in the second half, the, the wind was blowing over to the the far corner there, diagonal, and like they were shooting left forward shots that were, the, wind, the wind was taking out, like, you know, for dinner. And, you know, they'll have to, they'll have to shoot, like, when the shot is on, not just for the sake of it. Mm. <laughs> I like that one actually. <laughs> for dinner. That's on your better ones now. Um so like I suppose the, the point I'd like to make is yes, I've touched on it with the the winter football and the weather being a factor and all, and I do think obviously it is to an extent, but then I think back to the uh twenty nineteen Leinster Club final when Aero played Ballyboard in St. Enders and what were ahead seven six, lost nine six. Sorry, they were ahead six five, wasn't it? And lost nine six. Um, and I had six five probably with five minutes to go on the worst possible day you could ever play a game of football against what proved to be the Leinster champions, right? So when you factor that in a little bit, there's not two games the same, but even if the weather is like that, Aero dominated that game for the most part against opposition that you know are far superior than what Leinster Rangers are. So I think, irrespective of what happens, I just feel that maybe they're um, they're probably going to win this one. Um, if it's a really, really bad day, maybe only by a couple of points, but uh, I do think they're going to win it. Um, and I'd say I'm joined by three others as well. So, Steve, you said Airog, I think. Chris, you're going with Airog, yeah? Yeah. And uh, Tommy's going with Airog. But yeah. you know it's going to be a battle as well, I suppose. Or do you feel it's going to be a battle, regardless? Yeah, Tom. because or you say, with Mount Leinster, it's like the Bangstone thing. Like, Mount Leinster will have no fear whatsoever. They'll go and do their thing, like, um, and th- 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 like that's that's where the threat is. The 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 having no fear whatsoever to go out and just just give it a crack. That's 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 where the underdog comes in. Um, just a question then, on it, Christy. Sorry to call across there. Um, uh, Mick Nevin's got a touch, and he says, with the three semi finalists from the same group, have they all really been tested in their group? Uh, good point. Hmm. Maybe not, but back to the the Raffili scenario. Raffili and Arrow were used to being in the semi-finals, topping the groups, and you know the 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 law harder at to, to try and peak. And it's a valid question for me. In fairness, uh, that you know you'd be looking at the start of the year. Arrow and Raffili would have been the favourite to come over each group, and they've done that, and they'd be planning their year accordingly. Um, but. Like with Grange playing Lachlan last week, they said that that was the the boost they needed for the the final against Tin Ireland. You know, Airog were talking about him in the Leinster final two years ago. Um, but 
you know, the the the, the, the will give error, the will give more or just the, the respect they deserve. Uh, but I said, well, I'm just going to jump across you there for a sec, right? Because one thing that has to be factored, and I'll ask the question first. I'm nearly sure the intermediates for the last week or two were were separated from the seniors. I think, lads. Yeah, will you stand over that? We're right, send that. Yep. In their right? Yeah. They're now they're now back with them. And okay, they've probably had a couple of heavy days. Maybe they're over in the clubhouse there again, right? But those in-house games, I'd imagine, are as good a game as they'd probably get when you see who's there. Oh, oh yeah. And the strength that they have. But Jesus, I'd say yeah. they're hot heavy done games. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, I suppose well, it's not that they're they're not getting you know, games of a decent standard even in-house, because they are. They're absolutely getting games of a decent standard. Like, they're probably, you know, the Dublin team, that not this year, but just say the Dublin team that won the five in a row, they're that nearly equivalent. They're going for five in a row. And the in-house games that Dubs had as an inter-county side, I think that's tangible to Herog on a club level uh, in terms of the in-house games. It has to be. So, um, but Mick makes a very good point, in fairness, like, coming into this one. Um so I think it is a game of intrigue. I don't think it's a beaten docker, and I don't think the same scoreline is going to be there as the semi-final between them a few months ago. Um, but yeah, that's that's where it's at, lads. Anything else to add? I, I just want to get to one or two other things. Any other points on that? No, all done so. Well, he's rather to go to bed late myself. An hour forty, and just we may split this joke into two or three parts. Um, we'll leave the video up as it is on Facebook and on YouTube, and uh, where else it's on, it's on Twitter there. But uh, we'll put the full episode on Spotify and Apple as well. But maybe during the week we'll chop it up into a few little bits that lads don't have to consume. Um, this uh, epic long York. Um, the Junior B final is on. Uh, what's that? That's on Saturday at six o'clock in Network Fulham Park. That's uh, Bind the Sound up against Nave One. Um, yeah, I've uh, heard a little bit about both sides in that. Uh, Andrew Beaton is back, I think, for Biden Sound playing junior B football. Uh, Andrew Hounds is playing junior B football. Good players. Um, I don't know if I weave around to you for verdicts on that because I don't know if you know much about it, but just let everyone know that's on the junior C final. I don't know when it's on, but the semi finals were last weekend there. And um, the same Mullins had a big win over Ballon and Clamore had a big win over Tolo. So, uh, yeah, same ones in Clamore in the final. That to be confirmed and we'll confirm the fixture with O'Hanrahan's and the Blue... Uh, O'Hanrahan's the Blues, Jeremy. O'Hanrahan's and O'Loughlin when we get wind of that as well. So, uh, all is left to say is just to uh, thank our sponsors uh, first of all. That uh, is uh, Fitness Formulas. Of course, uh, that's Shane Clark's crowd. Just uh, a new venture and we wish Shane the very best luck. Fitnessformulas.ie is uh, the website and what did mm-hmm. those guys do? Just to remind you, an online coaching platform who offer tailored Training programs suit your goals. Any level range from beginners to elite athletes. Uh, given structured programs delivered to your phone each week, so you have workouts to follow in the gym, and that cuts out the guesswork. So, as we said, fitnessformulas.ie. We wish them the very best luck with that. We thank them for for backing us here as well. Um, so that's it, lads. Not else on the on the agenda. I think we're ready to wrap up, are we? It's a wrap. Yeah, it's a Okay, so Tommy, yeah. thanks a million. Chris, thanks a million. Stevie, thanks right. a million. And to everyone that tuned in, thank you as well. We'll do it all again next week. Take care, folks.